Hey guys, and welcome to the new season, Building From The Inside Out. I am so excited to finally get this season up and running with myself and my good friend, Aaron. Yeah, hi guys. Um, we're going to be talking about um, quite a few subjects over the next 12 months, um, with a podcast coming out every last Friday of the month. We're very excited to be able to bring that stuff to you. Um, it's an honour to be working with Lucy, uh, someone I trust massively. Uh, I'm very excited about bringing the content that we've got planned to you. So the subjects that we're going to be looking at um, are uh, mindset. That's going to be a big factory kind of um, title of, of our podcast series. Um, common mental health issues that might occur within the bodybuilding industry, uh, relationship with food, uh, disordered eating, etc. Um, entering the gym, body image, healthy mindset outside of the gym, so looking at what we do in the gym to replicate and take out into the big wide world, um, looking at handling injuries and how, how we deal with that, uh, talking a little bit about perfection, rest and recovery, um, the motivation behind your why, your values, your reason for doing things. We're going to cover some social media and mental health topics um, and finally look at some acceptance and some awareness of both self and outside world. So we're looking forward to bringing all of that sort of stuff to you guys over the next 12 months. So exciting! Hey guys and welcome to episode one of Build From The Inside Out with me and the lovely Aaron. Hey guys, lovely to have you all with us for this episode. Uh, the first one of our 12 month series. Um, so you'll be getting one of these every Friday, last Friday of every month, um, on various topics that we plan to talk to you all about. Yeah, so today we're going to be chatting about the importance of mindset and self-awareness as an athlete. Because as you know guys, I kind of drill on about self-awareness in my regular podcasts. But it's going to be great to have Aaron on to kind of give a male's perspective in the bodybuilding industry and why it is so important to pay just as much if not more attention to your mental health your self-awareness and your mindset that's going behind the scenes of your competitive energy yeah um, it's, it's, it's for me it's it's got to be it's got to be up there with one of the top priorities hasn't it you know absolutely uh, we, fo- we focus so much on uh, physical and um, how we how we look and um, how we kind of want people to look at us and how, how we want people to judge us and, and, and make kind of their um, their feelings known about us. But really, we, we forget quite a lot of the time about how we feel ourselves yeah. um, and our mindset and how we're approaching it from a mental perspective. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's really a key thing, particularly um, with a younger generation of those that are approaching the bodybuilding industry and getting involved with competing. Um, and that kind of that kind of mental reason as to why they're doing it, like I, I feel, is is rejected a lot of the time, and it's it's all about the physical. Um, and I guess we just yeah. need to focus more on on why we're doing these things mentally as opposed to just physically. Because physically is fine, but um, but doing it just physically without thinking about why we're doing it mentally and our values and our yeah. reasons why. Um, I think I think is what we need to focus on for sure. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think because like something that I'm seeing quite a lot, especially over the last few months, is when you see competitors getting diving in deep into prep and even in their off seasons and stuff like that. Um, I find that if they haven't if they haven't spent the time on their mindset and they haven't spent the time being self aware as to 
why they're choosing to do such an extreme sport and change themselves so drastically that, in my opinion, there should be the question as to why you want to change so drastically anyway. However, I find that because of the way the sport is built, it is very much uh, we actively seek approval. We actively actively um, seek being noticed and like from judges or coaches you know we constantly want to be doing well in the eyes of other people that the minute we step off stage I think that can kind of itch into daily life Um, and we forget that we are we are responsible for that not our coaches not our judges we are the ones responsible yeah, there has to be there has to be a um, a strong strong case for some more self management, yeah. more self self awareness of of us, and um, not just all the things that we've been doing with our coach or with our friends or or the impressions that we've made on other people and, and people who are uh, giving us valuable feedback, but also like the awareness of ourselves, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and and how do we control that? How do we how do we manage that? How, what do we do to ensure that we are looking after number one? Um, and that all these all these things that we're going to be facing when when we're in a tough time, maybe that be post show, uh, during prep, even you know we talk about post show yeah. mental health a lot, but also during prep mental yeah, health, you know, absolutely, um, sure. And and I suppose that's uh, something that's really really quite a, a key player in this. Um, and, and we have we have to have more of that. We have to have more tools in place within our within our framework to be able to to better ourselves to look after ourselves. Um, in, in those times, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I think, like, I mean, if if this industry is anything, it is a group of people who are actively trying to be... The, the, they're perfectionists. They're, they're paying close attention to the detail of their physiques and what they're eating, how much they're eating of it, how much they're drinking, how much they're training. And they miss in my opinion, the biggest part. And and if to me, I feel like coaches, the first question a coach should be asking clients is, how do you feel? Totally, or, totally what, like, yeah. how are you feeling about your training? How are you feeling about what we're eating just now? How are you feeling about what's going on out with the gym? Like, how are you yeah. feeling at work? How are you feeling in your personal life? Like, I yeah. feel like these should be questions coaches should be asking because, I mean, at the end of the day, from what I've like, especially from what I've done, it's amazing what you can find yourself disciplined to do when you want something, but you're not yeah. actually then paying attention to what it's doing out with that. Like, you kind of go into robotic mode, you know, you've got a box to tick, so you tick it, but yeah. you're not then paying attention to anything that you're kind of like the disaster you're leaving behind that. And, um, I feel like that's something I feel coaches should be paying a bit more attention yeah. to yes yeah and, and, and it starts all the way from um you're absolutely right lucy absolutely right and, and it starts all the way from like kind of you know let, let's remove bodybuilding let's remove competing let's remove coaching out of this for two minutes and just think about kind of the industry itself and that pt gym instruction basic level i can't tell you the amount of times that i've gone into gyms or i've, I've known of other pts that have have kind of asked the questions when people have signed up and the first thing they ask are like um, you know, how big do you want to get? How much weight do you want to lose? How yeah. how many you know? How, how quickly do you want a six pack? Or how 
how do you how do we build muscle you know nobody is asking not not everyone is doing this but a lot of people not asking the questions that I feel are so fundamental and so important when, yeah. when someone is making that pledge forward to, to to be better, to better themselves, to improve their physical fitness, to improve their mental fitness, and no one is asking the questions, how are you feeling? Like, yeah. where are you in life? What yeah. is your, what's your mental state like at the moment? How's yeah. work? How are your relationships that you're, you're managing outside of the gym? What's going on outside of the gym? Yeah. Are you ready to take on this challenge? Are you ready to do this 12-week program? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why are you doing this? Why are you here right now? What's brought like yes, okay, you might not be happy with where you're at physically, but why? Like what is yeah. what is drawing yeah. you to make this change? Because the thing is, and I say this to clients quite a lot, because like my mindset clients and I mean none of my clients are competitors and I've done that I've not done that intentionally, it's just the way things have worked. But it's yeah. because I find it's almost like they don't want to ask that question because they're, it's, it's just easier just to get the job done rather than actually work out why they want to make these drastic changes. But exactly as you were yeah. saying, when I say to clients, right, when you're journaling, you're going to, I've given them like what, why, who, where, when, and then they ask themselves questions whilst they're journaling, beginning with these words. And I'm like, because I don't have the answers, you do. I can give you the tools how to get those answers, but at the end of the day, if people aren't asking these, exactly as you said, whether it be um, an athlete or in the general public, if you're not asking yourself the questions, then what are you running away from and what, like, what's led you to actually step on a stage? Because yeah. it's such an extreme... A to B, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've spent I've spent probably I would say seventy five percent of my clients over the last twelve years, whether that be PT, mindset, gym instruction, whatever it was that I was doing at the time, I, I would say seventy five percent of them we spent the first paid session not lifting a dumbbell, not touching any weights at all, and yeah. it was discussing it was discussing their rationale for doing what they're doing. You know why? I want I want to hear things like because. I want to be a better father to my children. I want to be a better husband to my wife. I want to improve my job prospects. I want to improve my self-confidence so that I can build, develop, and get into a proper structure of growth mindset. Not because they want a six-pack. Yeah. And, 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 and I think the, the big problem that we're struggling with at the moment, and, and have done for many years, is this, this desire from an individual to want to physically change yeah. and want to mentally change. Yeah. But when they see pound signs and when they see time being not utilised in the gym because that's what they thought they would be doing to yeah. build and develop, yeah. they, they are put off by that. And so, and so, whether it be the PT that's avoiding or the coach that's avoiding the mental questions, yeah. or whether it be the client that is rejecting and avoiding those mental answers, um, it, it, you know, there's a combination of the two there. But I, I do feel strongly that because people just want to get the job done. People yeah. want to see a result straight away. They don't want to talk about all the riffraff and all the mental problems and everything that's going on at home because yeah. to them, that doesn't seem to have any impact on what they're doing in the gym yeah. and potentially their 12-week development. But actually, the, the, the fundamentals is that absolutely has every fucking part of what it is moving forward. 100%. You know, they, need to, they need to establish that 
before they can move forward. 100%. If you're, the, if you're not in the right mental state before you take on a 12-week challenge, if it takes me two, three sessions with a client to get to the point where they are in a mental framework and a good, solid base to move forward to do the physical, then so be it. I, I will do that, and I will tell them the reasons why we're doing that. And you'd like to think that they would respond positively to that. But I've seen it, uh, and I'm sure you have, and I'm sure many other PTs that think this podcast will agree, you know, um, that that doesn't always happen. And, and within five minutes of the first session, you know, some even without a consultation, where questions about their mental well-being should have been asked but weren't, yeah. within five minutes, we're doing crunches on the ab machine. You know, we don't yeah. even know this client's name really yet. And, and all we're doing is we're straight into the deep end and we're trying to build muscle or lose weight. And for me, that's wrong. Yeah, exactly, because like this is why I, when when we were talking about the name for the podcast, I was saying build from the inside out, it's because what people yeah. fail to understand, the external stuff is the easy part. Building a yeah. physique is easy. It sounds awful, but when you when you think about it, eat right, train right, and yeah, anybody could technically do it. Yeah. Um, however, the part is that exactly as you're saying, if you've had a bad day at work, if you've had very little sleep because you had an argument with your partner the night before, if you've had, um, if your stress levels are high, are high you're not going to digest food properly, you're not going to be able to train properly, and at the end of the day, so long as you're p- putting in the work, your physique is going to happen regardless of what your goal is. If you are consistent, it will happen. But you're never going to be able to stay consistent if you're not mentally in it. You know, it's very. this is why you hear so many people go through fad diets, so many people who, you know, they want to get a trainer and then a weekend they, they pack it in. Or in yeah. January, they get the the gym member the free gym membership for the first three weeks of January. The minute they've got to pay for it, they don't go. Because yeah. they're not mentally invested in it because they haven't worked on themselves first. They've not actually asked, yeah. they don't have that reason to make a change. Yeah, and, and that lack of mental investment results in poor lifestyle choices. It, re- it results in poor commitment issues. It results in poor, poor everything, yeah. poor outlook. And, yeah. and, beca- and, and they're, they're trying to chase, they're trying to chase things. Yep. Whether that be results in the gym, PBs, strength, muscle muscle building, weight loss, whatever. They're trying to chase all of these different things. Some people at the same time, half a dozen same things at the same time. And they're not getting there because of the lifestyle choices they're making due to their poor well-being. Absolutely. And that, that's, that's why we need to bring it right back to the beginning and establish where they are mentally and where their well-being levels are at before we, before we take on any of that. You know, you wouldn't climb a mountain without mountain kit. Exactly. But, you know, um, I think that's I think that's the thing to remember here. You know, nothing nothing in life will be achieved if you haven't got the right toolkit or the right uh, processes in place in order to achieve it. And, Absolutely. And, and med- mental for me is a huge part of, of of this whole process. You know, being self aware, being being understanding of where you're at, mm-hmm. and working on those things that need improving before you dive in at the deep end and do the things that you want to do in a physical sense because if you're not mentally there those physical things won't happen or they exactly. might happen but with a hell of a lot of struggle and a hell of a lot of tough times and, and the and the mental the mentality will come and bite you in the ass eventually of course it will of course it will um, of course it will and that's why like I mean something that it goes through my mind quite a lot 
that see when you see like everybody who's wanting to compete and everyone who's wanting to step on stage, they want to be the next Arnie, they want to be what, whoever it is that, that they look up to. And yeah. when, when you look at all the bigger people in the industry, right, never do any of them seem down, aggressive to other people, rude, or anything like that. And that's because they before they've stepped on stage they knew it was what they wanted to do they're content with who they are they're content with everything that they have planned to do so they have they've built that mindset within themselves that they are happy so it so working hard and getting to where they are is easy because they've done the hard part like they've they're, they're mentally ready for everything that's to come and I mean, you look at everything that Arnie does now for other people and all the charities he gets involved with and all this stuff. He's now able to give back because he had the right outlook of how he was doing things. And I mean, I see the same in my own coach. She finds it so easy to be really strict, to train really hard and all this stuff, but she's so happy and content with who she is as a person that... Because in her mindset and her mindset and her mentality are completely in sync with her goals and everything that she's trying to achieve. So it's easy. And this is where people are, are slacking. Like they feel like they've got to they they're wanting the they're, they're wanting the physical everything physical to exactly as you say. They they don't want to pay for everything. They want a magic tat, they want a magic pill, they want to snap their fingers and everything's to be fantastic physically. But at the end of the day, like if mentality was that easy, we wouldn't have all these issues. Um, 
and, and yeah, it's 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 so so crucial. Yeah. And, and again, you know, that whole bubble is it, it's about being self-aware, isn't it? Yeah, it's about absolutely. Being understanding of where you're at, and and if you know that that your mindset isn't in the place it needs to be, then then we need to be doing something about it. And, and, and as a as a forefront, as a primary thing to, to get sorted. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the the first question I usually ask people, and it's the first, it's actually a question I'm going to put onto this podcast is ask yourself the question: How am I? Like, how how yeah. am I actually how am I actually coping? Like, is is everything going the way that I want it to? How am I feeling about the decisions I'm making? Um, yeah. Because I mean, as you said the greatest people still have a mindset coach. And that is because it is completely natural and completely normal to have a difficult day, to suffer from stress, to, you know, feel a bit anxious or feel like feel a little bit down at certain times. But at the end of the day, um, it's there's, there's a massive difference between having a temporary emotion to a situation that's happening to suppressing that there's actually something going wrong and not addressing it. And again, self-awareness, you you cannot underestimate being self-aware because if if you're not, I say it all the time, it's like if I couldn't, if I can't answer those questions, how am I ever going to be able to express to another person how I'm feeling, what I want and all the goals I want to achieve? Like it's, you can't expect the world to hand you everything that you want on a silver platter if you don't even know the answer to the questions yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how you're feeling and everything like that. And it's just, it's, to me, um, like, as, like well, as you were saying, they, they, all the top people still have, like Emma Hyman, like, she's just absolutely fantastic. And she still has a mindset coach. But that's because she she sees the importance of having that accountability and having somebody ask the right questions and guide in the right way. Like if there is a more stressful day or, you know, maybe there's that little shed of a doubt or anything like that, that you've got that coach that's kind of guiding you in the right way. I wouldn't dream of stepping on stage or going, even in my off season, I still have my physical coach. I still have my mindset mentor because even I am still like I am still learning and I like you never stop learning you should never want to stop learning but that should all start with learning about who you are and why you want all of these things yeah totally agree totally agree you know and sometimes I think there's there's also a value in not always needing a coach as such but just people that you can take information from and people that you can confide in and who understand what you're talking about, where you're coming from and who can offer a little bit more insight and give you a little bit more uh, demonstration on how to use the tools that you have, you know um, I, I don't have a I mean I'm not a competing athlete as you well know, and, uh, but I'm certainly aware of the, the issues that go on uh, within the industry and I, 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 I use people in the industry who are friends of mine, people that have done very well, who are, you know, high status, um, and, you know, they, 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 they don't coach me as per, but they certainly give me guidance and knowledge to, to better things that are happening in my life, and, and to, and to reflect and to review things better, and, and, and be able to utilise them, uh, 
to improve things moving forward, you know, and, and that's not just in competing, that, that's in life, you know, a life, life coaching is so very important as well. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and everything, everything that this involves, competing, life, um, whatever it might be, involves you needing a stable mindset and, and a mindset that matches your goals, your why, your values, your 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 whole reason, your whole drive in doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's that's good, you know. And I talk about support networks a lot, and I'm sure we'll talk about those moving forward when we talk in our other podcasts about the mental health issues and social media, etc. But social social support networks are so important. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and they can be a valuable external influence on your self on, on your awareness you know if you understand that you need some help with something but you haven't got the funds in place to be able to get a mindset coach then use the people that you trust within your circle yeah. who are who are there to just give you little tips and, and kind of perks here and there to, to and they, they might very well you know help you solve something or help you fix or improve something uh, um so so you can push on and and, and do what you need to do, um, and I don't think that can be underestimated at all. You know, friends, family, coaches, whatever it might be, any external influence that you can trust, that you can take um, something from, is, is is vital. I think. Yeah, exactly. And I think if for me to give a tip today for some for people that if you're being completely honest with yourself and you sit and say, well, actually, am I ve- am I actually self aware right now? And if the answer is no, the th- I always go with um, when I first meet a client. I go through my life measurement list and basically it's a list of, so it's 10 items which are your, so personal growth and development, family and friends, significant other or if you don't have a significant other, your independence, um, fun and recreation, health and fitness, um, your business and career, your physical environment, spirituality, um, and there's a couple more in there. I can't remember what they are, but you go through these items and you rate, you give them a an honest rating of not to ten, and how satisfied you are in those areas of your life. And I always say to clients, if you're anything below a six in any of those areas, you know the areas you need to be working on, because and the number of people who sit and say to me that they they originally come to me because they think they want to change their physique when actually when the rating for their health and fitness is away up to like a 7 or an 8, but their family and friends is away down to a 3, or their fun and recreations is a 2. And it's like, well, actually, that area of your life, because you're spending so much time on it, the rest of it's all falling behind. And this is why you're not happy. It's got nothing to do with not being fit and healthy. It's because, you know, you're paying attention to, again, the obvious physical part that you feel you need to change. And there's so many other areas to be to be working on, and that the the best way I did another episode a few episodes back with the life measurement list on it. So anyone who wants to listen to it, feel free to go back and get that list and write it down. But that's the best way to be self aware is to actually go through every area of your life, and ask yourself right, okay, well, what do I rate it, and if I've rated it low, why, and what do I need to do to change it. Um, yeah. And, I, again, that I would be giving this to competitors as well because, again, the number of athletes who they invest so much of their time into being a competitor that the rest of their life just kind of falls behind. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm all for if you want it, you go for it. But and there is a time and a place for balance, and that's in your off season. However, um, and I'm I I'm never one to let your friends and family or you're only ever going to compete for so long. So yeah. to let the rest of your life life fall to tatters because of it doesn't make much sense. No, um, I think I think that's a really important point to make as well, you know, and I'm sure that as we delve into the podcast coming up in the next few months, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about priorities. Absolutely. And, um, and our kind of motivation for doing things. I think fundamentally, the the real world is where stuff happens. And in, in reality, um, if things aren't going well in the real world, then everything's going fine in your in your head and in and in the, the makeshift industry that you feel you are a part of, then we need to look at what's going on in the real world because ultimately you can you can be, like you say, in the best shape possible, but if everything outside of that bubble is struggling and is suffering and is poor and is, and is really losing traction on the important things in your life, then, then we need to look at that and, and we need to start shifting our mindset in order to, to accompany, um, in order to accommodate things that are important to us, you know, family, friends, um, our, our our spirituality, for example, our interests, our hobbies that don't involve yes. uh, the gym, don't involve competing, you know. I, I have absolutely no issue with those dedicating their life to bodybuilding. I think it's fantastic. And for those that I know that do do that have, have the package. They have everything in place. They understand the importance in their real world, but bodybuilding is life, and, that, and that's a... A lifestyle change that they've made, and I and I endorse that, and I think yeah. that's fantastic. But Absolutely. There are so many that are trying to replicate that same model, but haven't got the fundamentals right. Put in place. Yeah, ex- um, exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's yeah. exactly what I was saying. There is nothing wrong with bodybuilding being everything that you want in life, and you're going to give it everything you've got for the time being that you can. But don't exactly as you were saying, and I mean, I look at my coach and the way she talks about things and the way that she's kind of disciplined me is that when you're in prep that that's when your tunnel vision comes in and you work hard you've got a deadline whereas off season off season should not have a have a deadline that is your time to do all the damage control in the rest of your life and yeah there is nothing wrong with having a goal and giving it everything you've got whether it's to step on stage or not but the rest of your life shouldn't be the should not have to fall apart around that. No, um, and if it does start falling apart, you know you, you're not gonna you're not gonna always see that obviously. And I think sometimes it might take other people to tell you, uh, or or for you to start seeing things perhaps in a different perspective and a different light, and and, um, and trying to put things right um, in small steps. But sometimes, and for a lot of people, where this is coming from personal experience, sometimes you don't see all those things happen. Uh, and then something happens, one big thing happens that just tips you over the edge and all of a sudden all of the different things that you you, you thought were in place and you thought were right and you thought you were dealing with and managing well and everything was fine really aren't. Um, and, yeah, that, that can be really tough. So, so for sure, you know, we, we've got to start building better mindsets and better self-awareness of, of what's going on both internally, externally, um, and when I say internally and externally, I mean within within your goal, within your goal, what you're doing in the gym, what you're doing to get on stage or after after getting on stage or whatever, but also what's happening in real life, you know, family, friends, 
sons, daughters, husbands, wives, whatever yeah. it might be, is all that stuff in place. Um, because if it isn't, it will slowly start eating away at what you're trying to do internally and in the gym, um, and, and, and you'll get to a place where, where all of a sudden things start to crumble quite quickly, and uh, and, that, and you don't want that because it's, it's a tough place to get out of when you're, when you're there. You yeah, know? absolutely, absolutely. Could not agree more. Could not agree more, and yeah, I was very much in the same scenario where um, I did kind of get myself into the exactly what we're talking about. I got myself into the bubble of competing, and yeah. I've said it in the podcast before. I then had my best friend crying to me saying that she didn't recognize me because I didn't put the same amount of time and energy, and I couldn't even disagree with her. And that was the slap in the face that I needed. That I was like, right, okay, yeah, okay, I'm doing great with my competing, but there's more important areas of my life that are falling behind. Um, yeah. And yeah. so that's when I then had to be like, right, okay, well, I need to start reprioritizing, reorganizing. It doesn't mean I can't compete, but it just means I need to start rebalancing everything. Yeah, um, totally, totally. You know, just, I'm part of personal development is, is exactly that. Yeah. We, we need to review and reflect on the things we're doing more often, you know. It's yeah. self-criticism or or constructive criticism of ourselves is important. That's how we build. That's how Absolutely. we grow. That's how we, that's how we adapt to new situations and new stimulus thrown at us, you know. Um, you know, I, th- I, think, I think the mentality of a lot of people is if it, if it, ain't, if it ain't broken, don't fix it, you know. Um, yeah. or, or they get very complacent with, with life and things that are going on in their life, particularly those, I'm sure they can agree, who are perhaps married or in long-term relationships, you know. Oh, it doesn't matter. They support me. It's fine. That that's all cool. But in in, in reality, those things need working on as well. You know, they, of course they, they need do. reflection and review, and they need they need prioritizing as part of your your whole outlook package. Or you know, and, and if and if they're not, they're not in a place where you you think they are, or or you know they need to be. Then fucking do something about it because Absolutely. because that that is real world. You know, Absolutely. not everything happens through a screen. Not everything happens. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, the, the, the one example that I've given to a few friends that is like, if you were to have an injury and you could never compete again, would you be happy? Because it could happen and it does happen. And if you take the stage away, what have you got? And if you yeah. tell me not a lot, then that's worrying. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because, yes, okay, it's a sport. Yes, okay, it can be everything that is amazing in the world, but it doesn't stop you from watching it, it doesn't stop you from taking part. Um, yeah. I mean, blinking hell, look at Ronnie Coleman. Um, but he still has a family, he's still happy with his life, he doesn't regret any of the decisions he's made. Um, and, I mean, he's another legend. But he, because yeah. he's got the rest of his life in balance, he's quite happy. Um, yeah. So it's like, have, yeah. have that question, if you were to take the stage away, what have you got? Um, and yeah as you said that comes down to mindset mental health self-awareness and building it yeah you know the proof the proof is in the pudding for me and you know so many so many times particularly on social media particularly on instagram where someone will put a post up about their mental health or their mental well-being and 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 really dig deep and be very transparent with people and, and tell people how things are and a lot of the time that stuff's quite dark content it's quite real it's very real yeah. and the amount of people that then comment or can relate to what's been said is unbelievable and, and if you flick through those people that have commented you know you you wouldn't believe for one minute that anything they were portraying on social media for the last six months epitomized or 
or related to their comment that they put on that post. Yeah. And I think that's really that's really prominent, and I see a hell of a lot of that. You know, um, everything's good, life's great, I'm great, things are great, and then when someone actually hits a nerve or they put something unknowingly uh, down, and someone else sees it, it's like, well. I've just seen the last six months of your life on Instagram, and you were telling everyone that things were fabulous, and that yeah. you know you were you were cracking, you were you were smashing the shit out of life, and everything was going well, and and, and really, really was it? Was yeah, it? exactly. Because that like comment how, that you put there doesn't doesn't betray that. Exactly. That, that how authentic are you actually being? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's that's the reality we live in, and uh, and through social media, that's that's only you know. It, it, it's so it's so very common on, on the social media platforms, and, and I think we just need to be more more realistic with ourselves about about the the reasons why. And, mm-hmm. and for me, those things don't have to be always um, in, in the gym. Like I said, you know, it, it's about what's happening. What's happening is you know, life is a package. You know, if you if you're choosing bodybuilding as your as your lifestyle. Yeah. That's fine, but make sure that all these other little things that are very, very important in your makeup and in your progression and in your emotive kind of being yeah. are, are there are there as well. You know, yeah. um, I, I, the people that achieve the most are often the people that have all of those things in place. Absolutely. Um, because when, like you say, you know, if you were to get on stage tomorrow and suffer a really bad injury and, and you'd never be able to get on stage again. What do you lose? Do you just lose the novelty of being able to compete, getting on stage and enjoying that lifestyle? Yeah. Um, but keep all the other things in place to build and grow again in something else? Or yeah. do you lose everything in your life because ultimately the only thing that you held important in that moment was getting on stage and everything else around you was crumbling? Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, I so, think... Yeah, it's- I think we'll call that there for that episode yeah. because I've, we're going to start dipping into other other topics. That are all, to be fair, I've kind of guided it, but we'll kind of just kind of pick up where we've left off because um, yeah, no all the topics should hopefully dive in together. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you take away at least a little bit of something. Um if nothing else, be a bit more self-aware and just, yeah, like I said, don't put all your eggs into one basket. Um, yeah, will these, will these episodes be on, uh, on the old Spotify, Lucy? Uh, yeah, they'll be on Spotify. They'll be, they'll be available on all the podcast apps. All the podcast apps, they will be available. Sorry, um, so there'll be, there'll be places for people to put comments and questions and stuff? So yeah, absolutely, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, of course. I'll also be putting up a wee Q&A um on the podcast instagram page and um, which i'll be sharing on to my page and Aaron, you'll probably be sharing onto yours as well yeah um, just if there's any questions you want to ask us from the episode as well but yes there will be com- places and areas for people to comment um so absolutely not a problem but yes i thoroughly enjoyed this episode did you Aaron? <laughs> Yeah, I did, I did indeed. Yeah, and you know, like like you said, there's so many things that we could go off on tangents. And talk I know. About. I'm hoping, hoping over the next kind of twelve months we can we can do that. You know, and go into certain areas a little bit more detail. But uh, yeah, yeah thoroughly course. enjoyable first episode. And uh, thank you all for listening in. And we hope to hear from you again in a month's time. Yeah, catch you in the next episode, guys. <laughs>